Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. (laughs) Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and you are tuned into three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio. Young voices behind the pen. Tonight you're being hosted by none other than our very own King of Poetry, Black Ice. We got on board today our team, our phenomenal on-deck team. Soleil, we got Just Go Hard coming in the building. We got Brother Rob. We got Sweet Storm, Sage, and this is Misconception. Just wanted to welcome all of you to the uh, show tonight and Man, it's some phenomenal dope energy out there. Hey, uh, let's check in with the team. What's going on? What's happening? So like, come here. Hey. Hey, everybody. How's everyone doing tonight? Good. 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 I'm having a very exciting. I'm having so much energy for a Monday night. <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from, but I'm excited, and I'm I'm actually. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm looking to perform, um, do a performance in a couple of weeks. So, um, for community events, so I'm excited about that. Cool. Thank you. All right, all right. And what's going on? What's going on? Let's move it down the line. Uh, don't know if we got just go hard in the building just yet, but um, if so, sis, check in. Brother Rob, I'll scoot over to you as well if we don't hear the sister. Just go hard, are you? All right, all right. Let's go ahead and keep checking through the building for our sister. Let's go ahead to you, Brother Rob. What's been going on over the last week? Uh, a lot of work and stuff, man. You know, um, doing some dope, 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 duty dope, writing, writing <laughs> stuff. Me and Larry was kicking it the other day. Oh, man, we're going to funk it up when we come up shy, man. Ain't no joke and stuff. I got some strange news and stuff, right? I got my my schedules changed at work. So after Memorial Day, well, as of Memorial Day, I'll be working 3 to 11. And that time of the evening at work and stuff, I'm going to be working the front desk, all the uniform and shit. But ain't too many people be coming in and out, so I'm still pretty much going to be able to do the show. I just not going to be as, you know, comfortable as fun as you're sitting in home when you got a beer in your hand and a cigarette and the other one just getting foggy. You know, I got to be, you know, be professional looking and shit. But uh, it's still the same old brother, Rob. Outside of that, man, same old, same old. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, we happy that uh, things are elevating for you at work. And, you know, it's just always good news. Let's keep this thing going down the line and check in with our next. I hear somebody in the background. Double check. And see if you got something going on, mute your phone while we're not talking. Let's go ahead and check in with you, Sweet Storm. What's happening, sis? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, I had a not so good day today, but it's all right. It's just my own personal. I've even got the ups and downs. However, I did get my mail, um, checked my mail, and it said that I had, um, I should be getting my diploma relatively soon. I have all the credits I need. So it's like I could be all sad because I'm going through whatever emotional things I'm going to, or I could enjoy the cocktail that I'm drinking right now and do a radio show with you guys. 
Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so celebrate, right? It's called therapy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. See, that's why I say get your poetic fix on. It'll make it all better for y'all. And I got right. out of my uniform, so I'm not in my uniform anymore. So we're we're we're, we're headed in the right direction. Now, see, you you know it because every time you be like, I'm in this uniform. <laughs> that's what's up. I like I ran upstairs and I realized what time it was. I'm like, I got to change real quick for this thing Good to start. Good stuff. <laughs> Glad you made it in. Glad you made it in. Let's scoop back to our sister. Go, just go hard. Sis, what's going on? You are in the building. How are you? I know, right? I'm super excited today. Uh, and I just started a new, a new now, so I'm happy. I am so excited. You, you, you're breaking up a little bit, so we had kind of missed what you're happy and excited about, but I hear you. If you're on speakerphone or I said I just piece, started a new job today, a supervisor position, so congratulations. I'm about that. Thank you so much. <laughs> And I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to hear some of this awesome, phenomenal poets that's going to get on and perform tonight. That's exciting for me. That's what's up. That's what's up. I am happy you are in the building. I am happy you got that uh, elevation. It sounds like everybody really got something good going on, you know, even through little trials that may be going on with it. Sounds like we all got some good stuff going on. So, hey, I, I just got to say that uh, the creator has been in the blessing business. I'm going to scoop back to you, Sage. What's going on with you, sister? Well, last week I um, I interviewed for Chicago Public Schools for a building manager position, and it has a really good salary rate, and I did really well in the interview. So uh, hopefully they call me this week and tell me what's up. So, yeah, that's been a uh, that's what's been up with me. <laughs> you know what? That's what we're going to do. We're going to say this is a week of elevation, and this has been Monday just to kick it all off. And it sounds like everybody's uh, wheels are in motion full speed ahead. So, hey, congrats to everybody. Bless up, all of you. And uh, we're going to keep this thing going because I know the listeners got blessings raining on them as well. I'm still floating on happy and, and just, man, the energy from just the last week itself. Since we last met here, I got a chance to do some community work, and um, me and uh, some of my fellow poet sisters went out, and you know the women of poet hit the streets. We did a uh, march on this Thursday, a village take back, and um, just making it known. We need to, you know, cut some of the violence that you guys hear about in the news down in the streets, and we got to get out there and do some legwork to be proactive. So that was real phenomenal to be a part of, and, you know, there was some news footage. So, hey, I'm happy, and uh, we've been out and about doing our thing. And also the uh, poet One Mike Stand this Saturday, Oh, my God, phenomenal energy in the building. The brother that was there celebrating his birthday, Al, oh, my God, it was just, it was something else. I'm going to turn it over to Black Ice to let him give you the 411 on it because I'm still cheesy-faced. Black Ice. Mm-hmm. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, King of Poetry, Black Ice in the building, and I'm sending all my love to my kings, my queens, my princesses, and my princess. And um, check this out, y'all. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal show tonight. Um, it's just good to be on air Monday and spreading some type of love and positivity and energy and creativity across this line. We you know, we turn on the news every day. We see about somebody getting shot, somebody getting killed, somebody, you know, something happening that's negative. But we don't hear too much about the graduations and all these. It's thousands and thousands of people graduating graduating right now from college and getting bachelor degrees and master degrees and God is just good, man. God is just good. And, uh, uh, I want to make sure go hard is still on. 
Um, she said that she was having trouble a little bit. I want to make sure that she's just still on. Are you on? Bring her back in. She's a Mississippi caller, misconception. Okay, okay. Let's see if we can get that taken care of. I do apologize here. Having just a little bit of time, uh, we're going to get this thing done. Right, right. So she's in the process of calling back in. But listen, um, just a phenomenal, successful year so far. January, the bomb. February, March, April, May, the bomb. I just can't wait until June and July. Get here this Friday. Your boy, King of Poetry Black Ice, will be live in Wichita, Kansas. I can't wait to see my girl, Sweet Storm, my brother, OM1, my brother, Matt Spezia, uh, my brother, Desmond, the poet, and everybody else from that Kansas area. I can't wait to kick it with all of you, all family. I just wish I was staying there a little bit longer than I'm staying. But you got me all day Friday because my plane will get there about 10 a.m. in the morning. And you got me all the way maybe to about 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon uh, when I got to go back to the airport. And I just booked the show for Saturday night here in Illinois. So, you know, um, it's going to be it's gonna be the bomb, man. I, I just love building with people, connecting with people, and expanding this energy and this art and this talent. Jessica Hard is back on. She's Mississippi. So we want to bring her back on. For, but for that being said, we're going to go ahead and kick off this show. We thank you all for tuning in. It's nothing but love and peace and energy here on this show. If you're out there, please join our Facebook page, Poet Radio Show page, p.o.e.t. There's no dot after the last T. p.o.e.t. Radio Show page. Justin Hart. Uh, we are hearing, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of background noise on your phone. So try not to be on speaker if, if you I can actually, help it. And I know you. Go ahead. I actually, uh, maybe it's my air conditioning. I got that blue one. I'm not sure if that can be that. I'll speak it on speaker. <laughs> oh, she got <laughs> the AC turned up on high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm in my yeah. car. Actually, hold on. Let me I can do. And you tell me if it's better. No, 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 no. You good. good right now. Is it better now? Like, yeah, as long as you stay how you are right now, you good. Uh, we're about to go ahead and kick off the whole speed round, so everybody's going to drop that masterpiece. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Miss Conception, to go ahead and give the order so we can go ahead and start this show. Absolutely, absolutely. For our whole speed round this evening, we're going to have Soleil kick us off, bringing it over to Just Go Hard. We got Brother Rob. We got Sweet Storm followed by Sage, and then uh, I'll round us out just before Black Ice. Let's do it, Sully. And again, and again, ladies, you know, um, Just Go Hard is new, so she's not going to hand off to you on this one, Just Go Hard. She's only going to hand off to you when it comes to commenting on the poetry um, that's being spit, but this is, a, you know, the speed round. So as soon as she's done spinning her piece, then you're going to go straight in. She's not going to say your name on this one. She'll say your name when she's commenting on the poetry. All right, ladies, gentlemen, again, three-time National Poetry Award-winning radio station, POET Radio's Voices Behind the Pen. So, late. let's do it. Let's go. Bill, an unconscious and voluntary motion. Spirits quake, expelling remnants of life and spasms, reliving the trauma that claimed their end. Walking in the graveyard of buried stories, secrets, and secretions of time's judgment and society's verdict. Withered flowers mimic the cycle and can no longer comfort goodbyes. Toxic buildup leads to quicker decay and spreads faster and withstands stronger, attracting more pain to the eyes, soul, and heart. It's quick, 
sudden and unpredictable, this rigor mortis. And if you stand there long enough, it will catch you too. Unrecognizable, you become an other aged mud combined with earthly particles that finally return. When the last compound element of oxygen has been expelled from your lungs, what life will it touch next? What will it create? Will it provide warmth for the ground to nurture and breed the next generation of your hopes, dreams, and heart desires? When your skin dissolves to dirt and dust, what story will time will tell? Where will your soul and spirit dwell when there are no bones left to keep you here? Earth will return the favor of tending to her when she needed it too. When your words became whispers and the wind, which direction will they go? Who will hear your whistle, your rage, or your cries? What fruit, tree, or forest will rise from your electromagnetic force connecting life? Or will it take and take and take away the promises of a future where no one has come to know? but only arrive in peace. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been deceived to believe that your happiness resides in weed, liquor, music. you got a brain when you choose to use it. Instead, we abuse it and fry it. Smoke, sex, is fun, try it. A sack a day keeps the haters away. Let's see. 20 bucks a sack, 365 days, that's 7,328 gas. And guys, let's not forget the fifth of goose you need to get old girl loose. 30 bucks for fifth, 365 days, that's 10,950 plus tax. And add on that 7,328 gas. That's 18,250. How you love that? Now you high and drunk and chilling on the block and you get up and decide to milli rock, but a milli actually popping at the blink of an eye, your life stops. You were bought at a price. You put more than 18. yourself by popping the Mickey and smoking the sack. And listen, it's a rich homie queer, I mean qua. Jesus made the bed, why won't you lay it? And instead, we take the time to play it and then call on God when something goes wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been deceived far too long. So you see, that's the reason for this poem. So put down your drink, your sacks, and turn off the music. God has given us free grace and mercy. When will you choose to use it? He brings the breath of life on our body each and every day, and you will lose it to something as simple as music. Can you imagine being on that cross? He was and is God alone at any given time he could have got up and walked. But he suffered the prosecution like a boat, just so you and I could not be lost. But you see, you do have vision. But you just can't see that your happiness don't reside in weed, nigga, music. You got a brain. When would you choose to use it? I am a spoken word artist. And we as spoken word artists and poets, we are the underground, accepted or rejected. Even though we spit wisdom and understanding to the listening ear, we got a lot of rappers out here saying a whole bunch of nothing, and those are the ones that are being respected. So has our quest to share wisdom and understanding been destined to fail? No, sir. It just gets a little frustrating when these bammers get all the CD and the record sales, so the negativity's in the front, positivity's in the back, and negativity's what's being bought. Meanwhile, the children need to learn. But how can they learn unless they're being taught? Am I making sense? How can a teacher come lest he or she be sent? But here's the important part, friends. Your enemies ain't going to send nobody to pull you out of the mess that they put you in. So I say question the truth. Why? Because I say so. The truth should always be questioned. You know, the devil used to be an angel. He's here to kill and destroy. Family, this Bama's always scheming. Mixing truth with lies to keep evil fair seeming. Now, is this justice? <laughs> I don't think so. See, justice leaves room for correction. If justice was a pendulum of truth, it would still swing in both directions. And if the 
tree is known by the fruit it bears, and the truth is the light. Black folk ain't got to go to white folk for justice. We could create a just society for ourselves if we would just keep our own circles tight. Now, you know, there's a way that things are, and there's a way that things are supposed to be, and that don't make the wrong right. Is that right? So please tell me how it is legal to kill a deer, stuff his head, and hang it on your wall, yet Michael Vick still catching hell over some damn dog fights? I still got a problem with that shit, man. Brothers and sisters, listen closely, and please understand, the president of this great nation is more of a representative or spokesman, but for real, for real, he is not the man. This country is being run by forces unseen. Oh, the wise in here know what I mean. Come on, family, catch up and get out the mustard. We can't fight a new millennium nuclear war with revolutionary war muskets. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. This beef got started way back in the day when that old beast, that old dragon known as devil, Satan, the Mibulus, and his followers were casted down to earth. Now, don't get me wrong, God is in total control, no doubt, and that may be hard for some folks to figure out. That's because Satan got crazy juice up in the White House, telling us lies, keeping us confused, showing us this selective version of the daily news, keeping us paranoid and confused, and at the same token, this is the same source for information and trust that most of us choose. And it's not a coincidence that things are the way they are. Hell, this is the way they designed this. My people suffer for the lack of knowledge, not that we're dumb, but when we choose the wrong sources for information and trust, we leave ourselves confused and blinded. Now, some folks might go to the pastor for spiritual guidance and say, ain't nothing wrong with that. And he might say, oh, don't worry about that. That's worldly talk. And he'd be right to tell you that Jesus is the answer and the solution. Some of us can't wait to see him coming in the clouds with great glory. But who's to say he won't be coming in the clouds of our confusion? He also said he was coming back like a thief in the night without observation. Now, to me, that's a huge warning. Maybe that's why it's cool to be good to everybody you meet, because you might mess around and walk up on him. Now, before I quit, I'd like to say in advance, thank you for listening. Hey, consider it a gift. You know, it took all of us a whole lot of crawling before we learned how to walk. But once we got it, we didn't have to hold nobody's hand, nobody's finger. We had it on lock. God put us here to depend on him and nobody else. And the title of this piece, brothers and sisters, is Think for Yourself. In peace. Ode to the Poets. This is for all the men and women who create poetry. Understand poetry doesn't necessarily have to be with words but it's the passion you possess when you do whatever it is you do. So people get passionate. Teachers don't ration it. Give it to the whole class, not just a certain few. Reach from the front to the back. Keep asking them questions, no exceptions. Do you see the little light bulbs go off in each of their heads like, now you made them passionate. That, that is pure poetry. Dancers is in the way they move. Painters and photographers, the way they capture the mood. Musicians, in the way they can make even grandma get up out her seat and groove. Go, grandma. Go, grandma. Writers, how they can bring you into their world and get you lost in it. They can make east sound like west. They can make up sound like down. Turn your whole thought process all the way around. All with the power of words. See, all artists have this ability to give people the agility to create. They can make the cold feel warm, the weak feel strong, the sleep wake up. Because people are tired of being stuck in their makeshift prisons of their own reality. Yes, this poem is devoted to all the powerful poets who've chosen to remain true to their mastery. They have to be given the highest respect. They are the architects of our history. They help solve the mystery of what it means to be perfect. See, perfection means never accepting rejection. 
Never letting your passion be altered, converted, or compromised. Being able to stare Howie Mandel straight in his eyes, shake his hand, push the red button, tell the banker they will never make a deal. Because their art, their truth is, because their art, their truth is more important than the reward. They are breasts of fresh air, elements of the earth, food of the starving soul. What the broken heart needs to be to mend, the spark children need to inspired to be inspired. They add fire to the fire. Their art will never die. It has no date of expiration. It will never end. Because the next generation now has their pieces of spirit in them. Yes, writing poetry is my passion. Call me Matt Damon with his pen because I'm an assassin. Yes, it's my art form, my sweet storm, my thunderous sunshine. But once these words leave my entity, they are no longer mine. They are my gift to the world to give people a way out of their head, an explanation for their frustration, to help children express their emptiness when they're searching for affection and what they receive is neglection. Now they're furious, but young ones let it out. Let them know you will be taken serious to help lovers describe how their bodies become alive with the smallest whisper of touch, with electricity, with heat, with resistance, with waves of longing crashing into belonging, lust and love intertwined. Even the most unwilling succumb to its powerful pull. Scientists say it's only dopamine released in large amounts. The high will eventually fade. Well, I say you should inhale his skin. You should capture the shape of her eyes. You should taste the way he says, I love you. Maybe falling in love is a cause of dopamine. But staying in love is like a wet dream you never have to wake up from. And to all the beautiful poets who've embraced me, you give me strength with your your unapologetic spirit, courage when you tell me not to fear it, and the amazing wisdom, I just want to hear it, to be near it. So spit, poets, let our voices be heard, to be continued. And peace. My blood comes from a native land called Mississippi. What does Mississippi look like? Like black people living on dirt roads and open fields. Now their language said Brazil that I know nothing about, but a black man who killed a white man who traveled across the water wearing a face that said he was guilty as hell. So his escape was heaven, but his karma was a racist jail. His children were colored yellow and brown. Gravity couldn't hold them down because their hair was too strong. They walked with hard labor, feet dragging, yet so graceful and tall as they cakewalked, dancing songs of the day. Ragtime calls them laborers and niggers. Which one could they possibly be? Living under all these names was like some kind of spell that could not be broken, maybe because their hands had white blood. He would rather take the leprosy than the rope. He would admit to it to the God he feared than die in a land that did not belong to him. But the descendants were too proud and to be sorry they were Negroes and too proud to be sorry over what the Brazilian man had done over there because that gave them proclamation that even over the water, black people were fighting back. Mississippi looked like fried chicken and black-eyed peas. Strange fruit grew in their gardens. This time it wasn't Caucasian blood, but that black stuff. They were like oak trees standing on top of the death that made them want to die fiercely reminding them who they and whose they belong to, that the strange fruit they saw could be them hanging on those trees. Mississippi looked like that yellow blood, that red blood, that tangled blood that didn't know what to do with itself. So it produced people with that special hair and those red looks. Their story can't be found in some love song that KKK would write. 
We poisoned the dirt with that black blood, and still we love Mississippi. Love being sons of the South? No. Our story can be found in any Christian hymn hummed with hope and held too much reverence. The pain they suffered wasn't in moderation, but on they continued. The Brazilian had his name changed to American slang, that southern twang, some of that gray goose. That was the death he suffered. But the people after him kept him alive, said, fuck that red, white, and blue. We have our own flag, too. We would gladly wave it over while these clan cars do drive-bys, not scared of so-called men parading in their mama's sheets. Why can't you show your face, and why are you so concerned about these people America holds to low standards? Probably didn't even know how to spell it at that time, but still, y'all care what we think. Mississippi looked like brave women whose husbands died at the hands of murder, left to be mama and daddy to their children. They washed in dirt and cotton balls, still clean, smelling like wind, raw nature like coffee beans, only like fresh dirt and warm air. Everything about my people was so proud. Even though times that pursued them didn't move their hair, I have that black blood, that yellow blood, that tangled stuff, some foreign stuff too. Mississippi is my history, my DNA, my past, and my present. Genes don't lie, and that comes from that far land, that southern band, those black hands. My people are imitated. People want to plagiarize us, but their story is too white to copy because it was too black to begin with. That's my Mississippi. Yours to yours and me always. Seal with a kiss. Amen. In peace. I am the walk of a queen that can and will survive the streets. I am an infinite student of wisdom, and it exudes from me. I am the mother of life through the words I speak. I am the image of truth, and I am destiny. I am the poetic energy that is my blood flow and heartbeat. I am the ancestral rhythm that guides my feet. I am alliteration and metaphor through expression I flow free. I am the expectation of some, but much more than you see. No closed chapters, opening, show, sharing, empowering philosophy. I am the child actress that used her best skill set to be set free because the performer allowed me to mask the truth as it sometimes and often happened to me. I was able to hide the innocence stolen from me and use it to protect my future, my legacy. Some turn to look into life as misery, but I give light to life and in the life of misery, showing to the world only the best of me, giving honor and homage to my ancestry, giving praise to those who walked before we. I am the lyrics that hip-hop influenced and the tribal lessons of whom I am a descendant. One of the few queen soldiers in concrete jungles and passing on life lessons. Mandatory that each one is to reach one. And when we live, that's the true blessing. I'm holding the keys in and out of all things. I am the mother energy. I can nurture all beings. I am the Creole combo of spice. Reminding you of the vigor of life. I am the fire tender native child that has been forced and twice became a wife. I am the leader among leaders. The seal with third eye fights. I am victorious in all challenge, and I am the fight. I am the saber tree that is the strength from my roots. I am the image of survival, having borne the most unique and rare strange but great fruit who do pass on truth. This is just a sample of the misconception you usually see. I am multi-layered like a woven quilt of messages surviving cold as warmth passes through me. I am the poetic messenger for most to agree and or disagree. I am a simple truth of complexity. I can only offer me the me that you see and give you all that I have from me. The woman who survived what you haven't heard or seen, having been without a home or heart for heart in the home and still standing after the facade in the unwanted fight. Best deciding to have been alone because I won't leap to land down three flights. A survivor of having no wings, having flown, even after the bruises, he didn't leave me alone. See, my creator still kept a smile on the outside shown. 
Still rising to survive, my parchment is a shelter and my ink is now home. Poetically risen, I still stand strong. Mother in heaven, yes, your child is coming to her own. I am your daughter. From damage recovered, I am his mother. I should to do that perfect. I am the eldest sister. I took the damage of his immature era, and I am their mentor, passing on how to be a survivor. I am the writer of what has been written, sometimes a griot, the story and history reseller. I am the author of passion, having been the great lover. I am the patience that balances one to another. In this, I am the energy of poetic fervor. And that's that piece. As I sit and stare between these bars and think about my life and the many mistakes that I've made. I just hope that he hears this as I ask him for forgiveness. All those lonely nights that I lay in my praise. Is there reason for this confinement? Fallon is there, a price that I must pay. See, I want to atone for my sins, but I don't know where to begin. Tell me, is there anything that I can do or I could say so late? See, I want to know if there's anything that I could do or I could say. See, y'all don't understand, man. I love this girl. She was like my sister, my boy, my best friend. The closest thing to me, I felt love but never judged. But sweet storm, I just got to tell you how the story all begins. Now, there was a spiritual connection. Although I must admit I had feelings, but since she was involved, I just couldn't find the nerve. But this guy, he mistreated her, and, and at times he would beat on her. But to me, she was a queen, and he could never give her what she deserved. I felt all of our hurt and pain, but there was only one man to blame because it was his hands, his knuckles, and his fist. Or was it a two-way street? But my girl was so sweet, I had to ask her, baby, why you, why you stand put up with this shit? See, the reality was she was afraid to leave, and there were questions in my mind. Do you really want to go? You know how y'all feel obligated to stay, although your feelings are going away? But it's one thing he should know. You reap what you sow. Now, while he was doing all of his lines, she was calling me crying, asking me what I thought it was that she should do. But there were some things she had to see that Black Ice wouldn't be able to show her. Besides the answers to these questions, she already knew. See, Sage, how many choices were the ones that she would choose? And I just couldn't bear to see her face bruised. An abused friend, man, I refused to lose. And just to think of a neglected. And all the times that this nigga disrespected my help rejected, but baby, I can't protect you if you don't want to be protected. Tell me what is it going to take for you to remove the veil from in front of your face and see that when he was locked up, this was the only time that you had a feeling of being free until you met me and I gave you inspiration to breathe again and the faith to resist. Told you to pray for the stroke to walk away because I just couldn't keep seeing you going through this shit. And that one day had passed before another call came. Now everybody's involved, including your mama. I called her up and I told her, listen, I'm on my way over. But now when I come, you know it's going to be some drama. And now I'm pacing the floor before I walk out this door because this time she told me that he cut her. And look, I'm trying not to snap. But I got to come strapped, although my intentions were just to talk to this brother. And that's when Tipper started to flare as he wondered why I was there getting involved in their affair. But instead of talking man to man, I noticed something in his hands that gave off the glare. And that's when she got in between us. As we started to cuss and yell that both of us, that we both need to stop it. But before I knew it, 
man, he just blew it with our blood on it. He just pulled a knife up out his pocket. And I'm grabbing his wrist while I'm hitting him with my fist, trying not to let go. I'm holding his wrist tight. Meanwhile, thinking to myself, wishing it was somebody else because now this fool just brought a knife to a gunfight. Want to back him up off me, but this move proved costly because there's a thin line between being sane and insane. I pulled it out, and what happened next? Damn. One round went off in his chest. In just this one moment in time, my whole life changed. And I'm cuffed up and roughed up all because I tried to help out a friend. Wondering, when will this nightmare end? But cop cars and steel bars has a way of allowing reality to set in. The confinement is more than just a physical thing. And there's more than one way that you can be confined. To see y'all, my girl, <laughs> she was locked into a world. And her confinement was the state of her mind. Confinement, that's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio Voices Behind the Pins. That was your host, Speed Round, just kicking the show off with some, man, fire, spice, flavor. Y'all did that. Man, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and move it out to the call lines, folks. Let's go ahead and get our first caller in. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. Caller, check and see if your phone is on you. State your name and where you're calling from. And the mayor for Professor Porsche, brother, old calling in from Chicago, Indiana, representing. Poet, people with short name, talent, and stay in That's what's up. That's what's up, y'all. This is my brother, brother. Oh, love to hear you in the building. I don't even want to hold the folks up. I need to know what you got. And for brother, us, brother, oh, if you could speak and, up for us, please, because you're coming out real low, brother. Oh, if you could speak up for us, do something to adjust your phone to kind of be a little bit louder so that everybody can get to enjoy what you're about to present to us tonight. Misconception. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Black Ice. All right, Brother Oath, you've made that adjustment. The mic is yours. Let's do it. I'm hearing. Hold on one second, Brother Oath. I don't want to interrupt you, but I do hear someone in the background. If you could mute your phone, please. All right, go ahead, Brother Oath. Hey, Mr. CJ. I need you to play that intro to Masterpiece by the Temptation. I got flown to this old school groove. You see, my brothers and sisters, where I was born, the environment was rampant with deprivation and poverty. I lived in a place called the inner city where shorties carried guns for personal protection. In a place that was striving with violence in a prevailing code of shopping. Trying to get ahead? The city of no-no. A typical case of crabs of the crabs of bell syndrome. Having an education, it should be found upon upon upon. A classic case of trying to add weight. Jealousy and envy are constant in the inner city. America still don't give a damn about what happens to the folks that live in the ghetto or what's going on in the hood. Thousands of lives wasting away, people living from day to day. It's a challenge. 
just staying alive because in the inner city, only the strong survive. Walking down the street, scary eyes. Looking up at the sky, starry eyes. Searching for a way I live in a better place, weary eyes. Crying in the night, teary eyes. Witness to another homicide. Don't you know that it's true? That for me and for you, the world is still together. Money, I ain't got none. Friends can't trust none. Jobs can't find one. Car, can't afford one. Doctor, they too damn expensive to see without insurance. Preachers, some of them are parasites and diseases that lack them to your money. They live a lifestyle of prosperity while the people still live in poverty. The streets raised me from the baby. They taught me how to hustle. I hear scratching, surviving, daily to provide for my family. Thousands of lives wasting away, people living from day to day. It's a challenge just staying alive. Because in the inner city, only the strong survive. Water their builders at home, decorate the landscape. Abandoned properties and businesses don't attract jobs in the inner city. Drug dealers competing for open market states, risking their lives for the love of money. Shorties getting high and end up strung out. They don't even know what life is all about. Addicted to drugs and alcohol, smoking weed, laced other substances such as ecstasy, along with popping mollies. Doped up and spaced out psychotropic medication. Converted to crackheads trying to escape the realities of life in the city. Breaking in the car, shoplifting from the apartment store, sticking up grocery stores and gas stations, robbing banks, clubs, and bars, muggings, burglaries, home invasions, strong arm robbers, rolling their roach intestines, water contaminated with eggs, food contaminated with chemicals, people picking up young men and women like snipers in war zones, and no one's interested. Kids playing with guns and video games for recreation. Young women learn to the world's oldest profession by online presence. Only adds to a mother's pain, stress, and frustration. Break-ins? Folks coming home and finding all their precious valuables gone. Oh, it's an everything day in the inner city. It's just another everyday thing in the inner city. I wonder where I find paradise. Somewhere there's a home, sweet and night. Wonder if I find peace, love, joy, and happiness, along with a dose of prosperity. Never giving up hope to reaching my promised land. Now I guess. Don't you know that it's true that for me and you, the world is still a ghetto. That's that peace. Brother, oh, always a pleasure to hear from you. This is so late. Always spitting some knowledge and truth, and um, and that's not, it's, it's always what we need to hear for a big time. And so thank you so much for sharing that piece and calling in tonight. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Just go hard. Brother, oh, it is always that pleasure, a pleasure hearing you. You have a peculiarness about yourself that, I, man, I'm just, you attack everything that was going on in my community right 
now, Brother O. I appreciate you for sharing that knowledge, for sharing that with me. It really uplifted me. Brother Rob? Um, I believe Brother Rob stepped away for just a moment, or Black Ice, if you could bring him back in. But we'll go ahead and move on to the next person behind Brother Rob. Yeah, that's me, uh, Sweet Storm. Absolutely. I mean, people need to hear what you have to say. So keep on saying what you got to say because if you don't say it, somebody else might not. So I appreciate um, keeping us informed. So thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Sage? Yeah, no yeah, Brother O. Yes, Brother O. Um, it's a great, it's a pleasure hearing you every time. And I really did love your, your usage of words and your analogies. That was really good. So thanks for calling tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Misconceptions? Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. You know, I, I got a phenomenal admiration for your talent, your pen, and all of that. But um, let me ask you this. Is that a new piece? Uh, yes, it is. It's been, okay. I was going to say, no, I haven't heard this one because I heard a little, little bit of uh, those inline rhymes. I was like, wait, this is different. <laughs> That's what's up, brother. Oh, I am definitely glad to hear that from you. That piece was on point, right on time. Um, real quick, I, I know we got a bunch of folks on the line, but this weekend uh, we have the POET presentation of One Mic Stand. Man, how did you feel? I mean, just talk a little bit about that 30 seconds. Tell the folks how the energy in the building was, because I had a blast. I, I had a wonderful time, uh it was not only a great concert, it was a great after after party. Your brother celebrated shit, your birthday, and it was just it was just one of those one of those times where the vibes were flowing flowing through the place. You know, it was peaceful, and DJ Twenty Swagger did his thing. That was my comment. That's right. That's right. I, I am. I'm happy to have seen you then. I'm happy to have heard that piece right now, brother. Oh man, we appreciate you for calling in, just dropping that new piece. And folks, that's what it's all about. This is your platform to bring that new piece, something that you hadn't done before. You might want to try it out, get a little feedback. That's what we're here for. So, man, that was phenomenal, super dope. Hey, and guess what? One more thing. In a moment, brother. Oh, as soon as you go back on mute, if you want to. You can tune right in on Facebook Live, along with all of our other callers, folks. We definitely encourage you. Pass the word on. We're going to be Facebook Live in just a couple of moments. They will be able to hear the show on Facebook Live, as well as on TalkShoot.com, as well as call in live. So everybody that's hanging out with the family, log in on Facebook, get that live feed in, you know, put the speakers out, you know, give them some super dope poetry because this night is going going on. It is fire. So, man, I am happy. Thank you, Brother O. Let's keep this train moving. We're going to swing over and bring our next caller in. Uh, I'm not sure if we got Brother Rob back in the building just yet, but I definitely want to uh, go ahead and uh, check in real quick and see if we got our Brother Rob on the line. Brother Rob, are you here? Yeah, I'm finally back. It's a beautiful right. Yeah. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Give Brother O 10 seconds of your feedback, and then we're going to go ahead and go on to our next caller. That's what's up. Brother O, oh, I love this brother, man. He's like old faithful. I mean, he calls on the regular, and the brother's feet, his his message is always positive and dope. And just for the record, brother, I'm voting for you every day for Religious Poet of the Year. Okay? I got you, homie. 
<laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. That's how we do it. We lend that support out there as well. So, again, thank you, brother. Oh, we appreciate you. Let's go ahead and keep this thing going here on POET Radio Voices Behind the Pen. Y'all are, man, phenomenal tonight. Let's keep this energy flowing. Call us, state your name, and where you're calling from. Hey, how's everybody going? This is uh, City Wind calling from the west side of Chicago. City Wind. What's happening? City Wind, start over. Calling from the west side of Chicago on behalf of, come on, wind it back, brother. <laughs> yeah, City Wind calling from the west side of Chicago. I'm with Poet Radio right now. Tuned absolutely, in. absolutely. On behalf of POET family, y'all, this is my brother, City Wind. What's happening, sir? Glad to hear from you. I want to hear what you got tonight. Okay, I got a piece called Right Hand Man. Let's do it. When everything fails, who's my right-hand man? Who can help push me and guide me to my plan? If I knock myself off my own square, who will help me advance? Hopefully the man upstairs can come down to the first floor because I need a little company. I haven't prayed in weeks. Can't let it be months for me. I wonder who will be my right-hand man even though I will walk alone. Just want to make it. Don't really want to have the throne because we are all rulers. I'm just trying to live longer than a than a fucking ruler. I'm just trying to live longer than a 12-inch ruler, hoping to avoid haters that want to recruit you, then shoot you, and then send you right to God. I don't have time for the BS. I am a one-man squad, working a nine-to-five, knowing my job is hard. Got my construction heart, got my construction hat on right now, with my pen and pad, and I am so glad to see myself keep creating and advancing. And I know those haters will keep glancing, but I gotta keep keep on. I dream every night, hoping to advance. I hope God is my right-hand man. That's that piece. This is so late. Thank you for sharing that piece. That was a really positive um, piece. And, yes, God is the right-hand man. Like, that's me as long as you have him by your side. Um, that, that, that was really um, – I, I like that piece. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, just, just go hard. That was amazing, brother. That was amazing, brother. Um, keep putting your key into that pad and continue your journey on looking for your right-hand man. <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> brother Rob? Yeah, brother, that was smooth, man. That was smooth. And, uh, you know, good good messaging stuff, man. I like the way you brought it home and brought it back with God and stuff because that's got to be, that is the right-hand man and stuff, man. Love your penmanship. Keep writing and definitely keep calling in, no doubt. I appreciate it, Rob. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sweet storm? Yes, City Wind. I had to literally close my eyes because it's so easy to get distracted on this damn phone. With that note, I was not distracted. Um, As we said at the beginning of the show, this is our it's not just therapy, but it's way more than that. It's informing other people. So what you did is inform me. You inform me. Another friend informed me. Everybody keeps informing each other, and eventually we'll get the message, right? 
eventually what you're saying was soak in. It's it's doing it for you, but it's also doing it for other people. So with that, like, yeah, God's right hand man. But you, if you don't know that, and if you don't believe that, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, we can't. You, you're not going to overcome anything if you don't believe in that. So, thank you for sharing tonight. Absolutely. You are. Say, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, that was nothing but real talk. And just like you said, like, you know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and I'm glad that you're staying strong. So I really I really uh, love hearing that from you. That was uh, It was really strong. And uh, it caught me off guard in a really, really good way. So thanks for sharing. Thank you. You're welcome. No problem. Misconception? Absolutely, City Wayne. You know, I always love your energy when you call in and, you know, sometimes I miss hearing from you, so I am just really glad that you brought that this evening, brought about a positive message, homage to the creator. You know, we got to do that first before we do anything. We got to make sure that we uh, get right with God. So, you know, that's what's up. Super message. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Black Eyes? Thank you. Okay. Right-hand man. That's what I'm talking about right there. You know, everybody... You know, got to have that person on earth. But then again, you know, sometimes we it's going to be a time and a place and a situation where we can't depend on mama, daddy, brother, sister, or anybody else. And we got to call on that man. So, brother, I really appreciate that. Thanks, Black Eyes. That's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was City Win, our very own, our very own. So uh, without further ado, and again, you are tuned in the three-time National Poetry Award winning POET Radio. Young voices behind the pen tonight. You got a phenomenal team on deck with you. You got none other than Soleil. You got Just Go Hard, Brother Rob, Sweet Storm, Sage. I am Misconception, and you got none other than King Poetry, Black Ice in the building. Let's keep this thing going and jump over to our next caller and see who we got. Caller, state your name and where you calling from. Check and see if you're hey, my caller. Hey, I got you. My name is Matthias. I'm from out of Columbus, Ohio. Peace and love. Welcome, welcome. Are you brand new to us? Uh, yeah, it's actually my first time calling it. All right, all right. I knew that was a new name. You said Matthias, correct? Yes, ma'am. All right, all right. Well, welcome again to POET Radio, Voices Around the Pen. We are delighted to have you here. Are you uh, sharing with us, or were you just tuning in, listening out? Oh, I thought I'd share, yeah. All right, all right, you know. <laughs> Come on, bring it to us, Matthias. The mic is yours. All right. She saw and I love you in his phone. It didn't belong to her. It didn't belong to his mother or his cousins. It belonged to Mallory. Work friend turned foreteller of infidelity. It looked like familiar hieroglyphics, like she had seen this wall before. Like every man she ever trusted betrayed her with just such writing. She could almost feel the contours of the letters engraved into the stone. She blew dust back to see it clear. That I love you look like man and concubine in Pequot. Man and wife as strangers at the dinner table. Kisses full of empty gesture. Like every excuse he had ever given for staying out late. Like the phone number she found in his jean pocket. Why didn't she go out with him to these work summits? What happens in Cleveland stays in Cleveland. She smells like a perfume she doesn't buy. He don't beg for it like he used to. 
He took her excuses too willingly. Part of her would just say no to hears a rebuttal. And lately, he hadn't been the debate champion she married. He would tell her all the things she wanted to be true. He would tell her all the things that she knew was a disguise. She knew he was already broken. All he was getting was lies. A part of her hated the feeling of being lied to. The other half was scared to unearth the zombie that had became their marriage, the corpse that no longer breathed. One only craved for more flesh at his teeth, dressed up as a live person for dinner parties, injected blood into his veins with hopes of making itself human again. It made plans away from the kids, exercised daily, like a zombie could really look right for the summer, spiced up its outfits, like it could tell like it couldn't tell that there was exposed rib cage underneath. Made other zombies join it. Like they couldn't tell that nothing about them was living. It showed through layers. The smell was stronger than their workouts prepared them for. The zombies' smile showed decaying gum. It wanted to work so much. It wanted to so much to look as happy as everyone assumed. Like the marriage bed was anything else than a coffin, a crypt, or a tomb. People would look at them with so much promise when she was bride and he was groom, and now nobody wanted to mention the dead body in the room. It was supposed to be silent. It was supposed to keep secrets, decay from hunger after a couple agonizing decades, drift off away into nobody's memory. Hopefully nobody would photograph it, nothing to make it permanent, and text messages from Mallory were the only things that could hurt it. She saw and I love you in his phone. He would have dropped dead on, spot, on the spot, but she had already died. She wondered if he was the man she married now, except to her. She wondered why he couldn't breathe existence into the body he had committed to. Then she laid down in the crypt and closed her eyes. He was already gone. At least he's alive. Mm-hmm. That's that piece. Thank you, Matthias. This is Soleil. Um, that was I. I really enjoyed hearing that piece. And they, and welcome to POET again. That that was. I was that was a really good piece. It was deep and of the flow and just just the way it was written. It was really well well written. I encourage you to please come back on again like every every week. I'd love to hear more for uh more of your work. No doubt. I've been actually looking for another radio show to tune into so I'm I'm definitely glad I found it. Awesome. Great. Hey, thank you so much. Um, I'm gonna pass it on and just go hard. <laughs> welcome, and I definitely look forward to hearing more from you. Like, that that was great. That was awesome. It touched me. It really, really did. That was phenomenal, brother. Keep on, keep writing. Keep writing, because you never know what, you never know who you uplifting when you're writing. You never know who you're talking to or whose spirits you're speaking to, and that spoke to my spirit. So keep writing, and I hope I hear from you next next Monday, and welcome. Brother Rob? Yeah, man, that was like some 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 real grown folk shit you was kicking and stuff, dude. I mean, because I mean, you know, stuff like that goes on and whatnot. And um, I had you know some heavy conversations with folks who you know had some bad experience in marriage and stuff. I did myself and whatnot, but not that damn deep and shit, man. But um, folks be saying you know how dead it feels and stuff and whatnot. So you know, like sisters just said and stuff, you never who's never know whose situation you might be addressing and whatnot and stuff, man, and um, it's cool, good delivery, 
Um, make it a habit to keep calling and stuff. Uh, just keep listening throughout the evening. Trust me, you'll be calling back, brother. No doubt. No doubt. Yes, yeah. sir. Sweet storm. Yeah, we were just joking about how patience is a virtue because you were messaging me about how long it was going to be. I don't actually know you, so I'm a Facebook Facebook stalker, and this is on Facebook Live apparently already now, so I'm letting the world know I will Facebook stalk you, and you can either friend request me or you cannot. <laughs> but at least you know right away that sweet storm, whatever, my po- anyway, so with that note, thank you for sharing. And you did speak to my um, spirit as well, but my Mallory is John Doe because I can't say his name on the radio since this is on the live Internet as well. But John Doe is my Mallory. So, yeah, you spoke to my spirit as well. Absolutely. Thanks for calling and waiting. Thanks. So, yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Sage. Yeah, that was awesome for me, and it was very articulate the way that you told that piece. It was like you were reading a book, and I really think that you would have great magic in, like, writing books. You know, that was just awesome. So uh, keep writing, and it was great to hear from you once again. Well, for the, you know, I know this was your first time, but I felt like I heard you before, but that was just amazing. So no, thank you. No problem. Misconception? Yep, Matthias, you put some I mean it in there. <laughs> you put some I mean it in that piece, some I need to say it, and here it is. That's what's up. I enjoyed that. I am so glad that you found us, that we found you. And, uh, you know, again, welcome this evening. POET Radio has something six nights a week, so you can definitely join in and uh, get your poetic fix anytime you feel like it. Saturday, we free you up a little bit so you can go hear some live mics and, you know, see the people in person. But, hey, you got something six days a week. So Sunday through Friday, there is something for you to do. Call in and hang out with us. We definitely welcome you. Um, Matthias, where can I link up with you at if I'm looking for you on Facebook? Real quick, what's your name? Uh, my name is Matthias Jackson on Facebook. Um, it's Matthias J 75 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I do shows pretty often, so I mean, like, I mean, like, you might see me posting stuff on there as well. But that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what I'm looking for. So, absolutely, thank you so much, Matthias, and um, I appreciate you for tuning in with us. You were refreshing. I'm gonna pass it over to Black Ice. Yeah, we um, definitely appreciate that, brother. Uh, maybe we can bring that brother on next Monday as a special guest host on the Monday hey, hey. show. Maybe we can do that. So um, get in contact with Misconception, inbox her. She'll connect you with me, and then we're going to roll like that. Very powerful piece, brother, real to the core, and then people need to hear um, the male perspective because we always hear the female perspective, but we need to hear the male perspective also as well. So we thank you for calling in. Um Sit back on the couch, and we're going to go ahead and continue this poetic trend. All right. I want to welcome everybody that's on Facebook Live. Um, Prime Ron is in the building. Jason is in the building. Alanda is in the building. Um, Prime had made a statement. He said, I didn't know that you had your own radio station. Well, I started this radio station probably about seven years ago, um, Prime Ron, and um, there was only one show on the station at that time. And that was this show, Voices Behind the Pins. And then from there, we began to do the Bible radio show that we do on Tuesday. So tune in tomorrow and get the Bible radio show. And then 
after that, a sister by the name of Enigmatic Mahogany came on, and she said, well, you know, Black Eyes, I really like the format. And I'm like, well, why don't you start your own show? She already had her Facebook group page. I said, why don't you come on over, bring your Facebook group page, and start your own radio show on the station. So she came, and I had a show called Inspirational Hour already with three other brothers, but I replaced them with this sister. So the Inspirational Hour became Inspirational Expressions, which was the name of our group page. And so then we started getting Tuesday night shows, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So, yes, we do have our own station, and we do have a total of eight shows so far on our station, and we're looking to add about three more shows throughout the course of the week. And so you got it here. You don't have to tune in to GCI, Power 92, Hot 97. You can tune in right here. You get the real, live, real, interactive show, Voices Behind the Pens, and now we're doing something that nobody is doing. We're making history. We're going live on Facebook with our shows, and we're not just live on one channel. We're live on two channels, two pages. That means that this show is syndicated. That means that all 8,000 of my followers and friends on the one page and all 7,000 of the friends and the followers on the other page can get what you're getting right now, right here. We are live on Monday night. I want to say what's up to my girl, Cotton, who's in the building. My man, Kello G, is in the building also as well. Poetry on the Patio, which is about to be rebooted and reloaded. Um, he'll call in and tell you a little bit more about that. But now I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to you. We're at the top of the hour, 9 o'clock. I still want to do that call, Miss Conception. I want to do a prank call tonight. I still want to make that. I still want to do that tonight. You know what? I, I might be able to. I might be able to dial through that and, and and see if we can maybe get that to happen. I don't, I don't know how we work it out, but I'll try. All you got to do is just say, "Hey, I'm standing here next to this brother right here," and um, you know. And I'll be like, put them on the phone, put them on the, you know what I'm saying? Then I go from there, you know. We, we, we'll, right. we'll work out something like that. So uh, we Check might it. Do, our, do our first live prank call on the show tonight, y'all. I want to start doing something. I want to start doing a prank call. So we're going to start doing a <laughs> prank call tonight. Yes, yes, yes. I am definitely going to work on it. Black Eyes, check oh, your Lord. inbox as well. Um, I definitely want to. get into my Facebook misconception because both of my phones are in use. That means that I cannot use them. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to see if I can get into that. Fa- okay, I'm in my Facebook. Uh, so um, leave it in the other inbox. Okay, okay. And also I want to acknowledge our sister Wildflower. I know she's hanging out. She took a study break. and um, she, she definitely so wants to hop in. She's over in Oklahoma. She's over in Oklahoma. Hey. Let's do it. Let's go, Wildflower. You're on the line, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Hey. Hey, y'all. It is so good to hear y'all voices. Peace and love. Good to hear you too, sis. Yeah, I've been I've been doing big things and I'll be able to catch y'all up soon. But um Kathy, I'm not sure Kathy Hawk, hey girl. Yes, yes, she was like yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, um, call in, so I was like, I need a break anyway, so I wanted to share a piece with y'all tonight. That's that's what's up, that's what's up. Okay, I'm gonna just go ahead and go into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ain't even sad. I mean, not really. Don't get me wrong. I do feel something, but it's just not sad. See, both he and I stopped texting, and both of us, he and I felt the distance, but neither one of us did anything to repair it. So I'm not sad. I mean, not really. Don't get me wrong. I do feel something, 
I'm just not familiar with this emotion. Because it's not like, how can I mourn something that never was? How can I crave something that I never tasted? How can I remember something that never happened? How can I feel something that was never there? I need to avoid my feelings of this fictitious love affair because not, it's not like he ever inspired me. He never supported my poetry. He never made me feel like love was a possibility. He never made me want to be his forever friend, and he never showed me a superman. He never made me smile, and he never made me blush. He never made me tingle, and he never made my blood rush. He never played with my hair, and he never kissed me down there, and he never touched me and made me moist, and he never made me scream at such a pitch I didn't even recognize my own voice. He never took my breath away. So I'm not even sad. I mean, not really. Don't get me wrong. I do feel something. But it never really happened. I mean, not really. And that's that piece. Wow. Flower, this is so late. Thank you for sharing that piece. I enjoyed it. I love it. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. And I, I really enjoy hearing that piece tonight. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. You're welcome. Just so hard. Just a lot of things never really happened in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you just named all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much. I know I'm not alone. Thank you. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. That was so phenomenal. That was awesome. <laughs> you caught my attention. I'm like, oh my God. Is this <laughs> never mind, I ain't gonna say that, but brother Rob, go ahead. Sister, that was smooth. That was a smooth piece. I got to admit and stuff. Your delivery was nice and smooth and whatnot. You didn't go deep, funky, high with it or do, doogie low. And you, you're taught and just like sister just said, it's another example of how you never know who you're touching through spoken word. Love your work, sister. Call back and do that again and stuff, man. No doubt. <laughs> Thank you. I will. When I get some time, I will. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is up. Sweet Storm. Yes, so Wildflower. I almost forgot that was your name until you said that um, Misconception pointed out that it was Wildflower. And I was like, yeah, that's right. And it reminded me of all the pictures that I see of you. You're so beautiful, by the way. Like, you embody your your name. And, and I hope Thank that's what I so do with mine. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that's why I'm like, I know Kathy. Um. <laughs> yeah, we met. I mean, it's cool. that's the thing about poetry, man. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful world. I mean, right. we want to invite more people into our world, but the people that are in it are great. And, you know, maybe they have, some people should go, but, you know, I'm in it, and you can't kick me out. <laughs> right. With that, I, met, I met you. Right. I met you, I, and I didn't have to go. It, I was a Wednesday night. I was. I met her in Oklahoma when I was in Fort Sill um, at the base in Oklahoma, and I think I heard about it um, through Ed Mar. I'm not even going to say his name right, but you featured him that night. And I yes. never would have went out had I not been connected to the world of poetry, right? I wouldn't have known right. about your little spot in Lawton because it was in Lawton, Oklahoma, that you did the open mic and you featured people. And so mm-hmm. I'm blessed that I got to meet you and I got to be there that night because I needed I needed it that night. So God, God's with me whether I want him to be or not because he always shows me that I'm in the right place at the time with that. Yes, nice to um, nice to he- hear your voice again. <laughs> you too. And, um, with with on your piece, this one my 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 little piece. I can't. I guess maybe my never 
or different men all together because I want all my I want a guy that I can say that he does all of it right because I mean that just reminded me of something I was going through you know for the most part the never that I'm thinking about right now is he was never my Superman like you want the man you know to be a Superman so <laughs> that was that was my line so did I uh, <laughs> uh, say uh, Sage Miss Sage sorry. All right. Yeah. Sage may have stepped away from the building <laughs> for just a quick moment, but that's cool. Wildflower, what's happening, sis? We're going to go ahead and try to get Sage back. But, um, hello? man, sis, you are super dope. Sage, you in? Yes, hello? All right, there you go. I'm going to let you talk to Wildflower before I do. <laughs> we lost Sage? you again. Sage, check your phone, love. We lost you again. She must have my same phone company. Girl, listen, we're not going to tell about the map of coverage. That's not quite the map of coverage, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Girl, I was listening to the piece, and I'm like, okay, I'm so glad to hear from Wildflower. It's been so long. But you know what? Between the beginning of when I first, first, first heard from you and met you on the air, all the way to now, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm listening. Yeah, he was a broken pencil. No, nah, he ain't said, mm-mm. I'm like, oh, this got some stank on it. Then you pulled the mischief card out. I'm like, oh, <laughs> girl, you did. I just showed it. Just showed the corner of it. <laughs> pulled the little mischief card out. That's what's up. Super dope, as always, sis. I hear you growing. I hear your pen pushing hard. I see you. Man, super dope. And I got to agree, the sister definitely said, you know, just all the photos that you post definitely embodies your name and the energy that you bring forth when we hear you. So, blessing to have you here um, with us again. And, uh, you know, keep on coming through. Yeah, I'm going to swing through. I'm going to make it a point to swing through when my study load is a little lighter here and there. I try to hit up a show. Not always your show, but some of them on Wednesday, like when they had the Prince tribute, I think I was on the line for an hour just running my mouth, and I hit up Mark's show a couple of times, so yeah. Um, I remember. I, <laughs> I know, I know, but man, it was just dope to hear a piece from you. I did remember hearing you on the Prince tribute show, and um, I appreciate you joining us there, too, so you know, it's always a blessing to hear from you, but tonight to get that piece, yeah, put a little thank on it, like I said. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And it's so good to hear y'all again. It's so good to yeah. be on the line with y'all. Yes, yes. Black Ice? Yeah, uh, we do miss you too, um, Wildflower. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw, you know, Rhonda Johnson. I was like, Rhonda Johnson? Hey, who is that? <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, well, you know, my sister's name is Rhonda Johnson also as well. So I'm like, my, I was like, my sister checking in, listening to the show. And then I saw <laughs> Then I saw the profile picture. I'm like, damn, that ain't my sister. Like, she's sexy. Yeah, but anyway, the, the the piece was hot. You know, you got me late night over here, you know, by the oh, light of the get some oil and everything over oh, here. Get it in. I'm about to get it in all by my damn self. On Facebook Live. You know, right? Wow. Live, live, live on Facebook Live, making history. <laughs> Look, thank you for calling in. We're going to go ahead and keep this party train moving. We got a lot of callers and listeners on the line. I want to say what's up to um, Lonnie, our host of um, Talk to Me Tuesdays. I want to say what's up to Joyce Sims. She should be at work right now. She said her husband has my CD and he will not give it up. 
DK hey. Slam, playing my new album. I uh, want to say what's up to the general, my Terror Records family, brother, my label mate is out there. What's but up, general? Those who are listening to the show, this is the last week that you can vote for me. I'm nominated for a Chicago Music Award for Best Poet in the City of Chicago. I'm asking you to go vote, go vote, go vote, share it, vote often. You go to www.chicagomusicawards.org, and then you go down to the Spoken Word Poet category, and you cast a vote for Black Ice, B-L-A-Q-I-C-E. Thank you, shameless plug. We're going to go ahead and keep this thing moving on. Misconception, back to you. Let's go ahead. Let's go. I'm going to throw another shameless plug in real quick right before we bring the next caller in. Since y'all are already going to be online voting for Black Ice, make sure you go to nationalpoetryawards.com. And we are trying to get on the ballot with nominations are coming up right now, active as we speak. Do it as many times as you want. Nationalpoetryawards.com. I'm looking for Poet of the Year. Poet Radio is looking for Best Poetry and Spoken Word Radio. Black Eyes for Legendary Award. POET Family for the uh, Best Group Award. Get in there. Nominate the folks you know. Spread the love. But we are definitely asking for your support here. Without further ado, now that I got another little quick shameless plug in, I'm going to swing back to the callers. Let's bring in our next phone call. Well, call wait a minute, call. damn it. We might as well talk about the Dove Seas Award. Let's Poet. do it. Terror Records, Black Ice, we are all nominated for Dub C's Award. That's D-U-B-C-E-E-Z. Please go and vote for us for the Dub C's Awards. Poet, Terror Records, and Black Ice, you got multiple votes. Some of us are in the same category. You can vote for each of us. Check this out. I want to welcome Star to tonight's show. We're going to go ahead and go to some of that Virginia love right now in the building. Virginia, you're in the building. State your name, where you're calling from in Virginia. What you got for us tonight? Hey, what's going on? This is S Y A. S Y A. Good, good. Seven five seven Hampton Rose area. What's going on? Everything is good, brother. We putting in work on this Monday night show, man. We waiting for you to add to it. What you got? Uh, I got a grand. Uh, I don't think I did any any. Uh, Beatboxing last time, so I was I hit a request. I don't know. I don't like repeating myself, but I'm gonna go ahead and slide this one in here. Hopefully, it's not. Okay. Get it, get it, get it. Oh, <laughs> all right. Hold on. But um, yeah. So I guess whenever you guys are ready, Mike is yours. Let's do it. Alright. It's been a while since I've seen you. Don't, don't, don't. 
heading warm. How are you? See, I seek your presence because you are beautiful, but sometimes you don't know it, so I seek to remind you. See, you keep half of your beauty hitting away in the shadow of your own doubt. Shadow by your self-esteem, forgetting that even you shine in the darkness. You are one of a kind. Compared to others, these others are like streetlights distracting us from your natural beauty because you are red. They say that if they see you in the sun, it is one of a kind, and it means you are spiritually inclined on a certain level, and only two lovers of the moon and the sun can see it because we're always looking for you. I said, hidden moon, where have you gone? See, the night isn't the same without you. You are the main beauty of the nighttime. The stars compliment you the same way you compliment this earth. I said, headed moon, you have cultures speaking legends about you, mythology, stories that are connected between you and the earth. I said, headed moon. Where have you gone? We miss seeing you. Because you, like us, are one of a kind. We are all hidden moons. We hide ourselves. Sometimes with insecurities, forgetting that even we shine the darkness. That we too have a legacy. That we too are talked about and people look for us that we, too, help people find peace in the darkness with our spirituality. So I say, head and moon, where have you gone? Because you are beautiful. You are one of a kind. So I ask you, and I remind you in the darkness, you don't have to hide because you bring light in your own way. You complement this earth because you were made to be seen to be heard, to be one of a kind. So do not hide. Be that moon and glow. Let your beauty shine. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So thank you for, um, you know, 
you I'm going through in the chat room talking about like you got you got more music now too in the mix. So it's like a poetry party going on. So thank you for sharing your piece with us tonight. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna go just so hard. Let's go hard. Let's go hard. Check and see if she's right, on mute. Let, let me bring her in. She must have got dropped off. She's back. I'm here. I'm okay. here. I'm here. I'm here. Brother, your voice is your voice is very powerful. You have a powerful voice. I felt every word through your voice, and I don't know what you're doing right now, but I don't know if it's the 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 deepness of your voice, but it it penetrated me so. Man, kudos to you. That was phenomenal. That was awesome, brother. Like, keep uh, going, keep writing, that. keep writing, Thank brother, you. keep writing. And then you have your little piano playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. What instrument that is? I told my friend earlier. I'm gonna learn that instrument so I can let people that know. Was dope. Yeah, that was me. dope. It had a lot. That was dope. It had a lot of flavor, brother. Brother, Thank brother you. Rob. Yeah, man, that was real cool. And like Sister said, your voice is like an awesome help and stuff, man. And the beatbox, you know, it was like kind of fading and stuff through my phone. I can't speak for anybody else. But I probably could guarantee that you're probably dope as hell live and whatnot. And that guitar, the I was digging that too and stuff because I listened to a lot of Jimi Hendrix and uh, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin and shit. Oh, yeah, but I can see that dude, though. So I, I definitely, right. I definitely, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, so um, I mean, it's cool, original, man. Love to see you live, for real, for real. But um, you know, keep calling, man. Keep on writing, man. No doubt. Yeah, appreciate that. No, no doubt. Sweet storm. Absolutely. So I was trying to get some clarification on your name. I know you're from Virginia, but is your is it S Y A? I didn't want to say yeah. it wrong. Yes, S Y A. Yes. Okay. Okay. Does it mean something before I go on the tangent? Um, so young artist. Soldier and artist. Well, damn, I see. <laughs> I guess I'm one of those two. On that note, um, yeah, I mean, you you will add to any show anywhere in America because it's a, especially like an open mic because everybody wants to do something different and you're something different. I can't do what you do. I will I'll never be it. able to do what you do. <laughs> it's just yes, the bottom yes, line. This is practice, son. Practice. That's all you got to do. Uh, I can't braid hairs. I just can't. I tried. I failed. I can't I can't whistle. Like, my daughter is my <laughs> six years old. She makes fun of me. I am a 33-year-old woman on, on Facebook Live, apparently, admitting to the fact that I am not able to whistle. <laughs> So if hey, I can't hey, whistle. Hey, I can't, I can't whistle either. So we both in the same. <laughs> right, um, so what I'm saying is you got something that most, I, not most, but I, some people don't have. So I, I, embrace I, I, it. But I, I, I but I would keep that. trying to step outside my comfort zone. So, I mean, thanks for the yeah. encouragement. I just don't know if I'll no make problem. it that far. Um, like, I, uh, like I tell people, I tell a lot of people that I mentor, my mentees, you know what I mean? You have to go through the three C's. Crazy, comfortable, confident. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Yes. So, um, basically, when you when I'm not beatboxing, I'm walking around making random sounds, and people think I'm crazy, and then, mm. uh, I get comfortable with it, and then I'm like, bam, I'm ready, and then I get all <laughs> these dope compliments. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely, uh, I definitely go through that stage myself. Like, you know, there's awesome. sounds that I that I can't do right now, but you know, you gotta you gotta just go for it, you know, and uh, yeah. 
That's cool. Thank you for saying crazy, comfortable, confident. I mean, we can implement we can implement those three C's in anything we do. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you, um, Sage. Sage. All right. Just let's keep this thing moving on. Okay, no problem. Absolutely. Uh, SYA, I appreciate you for calling in. And, uh, man, you've been, you know, super phenomenal, dope as always. Keep on getting it in, and, uh, you know, you got to pop on back through a little bit more often. Oh, of course, for you, my freckles, anytime, darling. I mean, I mean, y'all as well, but, you know, you know I got an <laughs> inbox, like, when I woke up. I was like, oh, they are still on. I thought I missed y'all, so I definitely appreciate that inbox, though. That's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you for responding. I appreciate you. As always, ladies and gentlemen, that's why. All right, all right, let's keep this thing going and uh, let's go ahead and shift to our next caller. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. Chicago, you were just unmuted. You are on the line. Welcome to Voices Behind the Pins. State your name. All right, let's go ahead and keep this thing moving on. Let's see who this caller is. Chicago, you're on the line. State your name. All right, check and see if your phone is muted, Chicago. I'm sorry, Clinton. Hey, Clinton, peace and love. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm blessed holding on by the face. How are you? That's what's up. I'm super duper. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you for tuning in. Are you sharing with us tonight, Clinton? I am not. I just stopped by just to uh, say hi to everybody because I know a uh, misconception if I'm speaking to you. I don't know who it's who. That's so, me. <laughs> all right now. Uh, um, I was just stopping by because I know I saw your post on Facebook, so I'm like, I got to tune in tonight. I cannot miss this one. I already missed one even. I can't miss another. So <laughs> uh, I have to tune in today. So I just said peace and love to you guys. I've been listening to all the poets out here. And you guys almost made me cry with these poets. They have been bringing their stuff on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you, Clinton. I appreciate you. Keep hanging out and enjoy the rest of the show with us. I surely will. Thank you. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, all right. That is uh, one of the gentlemen that I encountered on our Tuesday show on Talk to Me Tuesday here on POET Radio, calling in to support, just checking us out to find out what's going on, and uh, super huge support of the activity that we have as artists and as activists. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Clinton Anderson checking in for us. Let's go ahead and keep this thing going and bring our next caller in. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. Loretta Hawkins, calling from Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Loretta Hawkins, you got to tell people which family you part of, too, while you're here, sis. I am a member of Poet, uh, yes. people, of, <laughs> uh, people of Exceptional Talent, uh, led by Black Ice, our leader. Extraordinary talent, extraordinary talent, absolutely. Y'all, that is our P-O-E-T sister, Loretta Hawkins. And, uh, sis, what you got to share with us tonight? I know it's something powerful because you always come with fire. Well, thank you for saying that, my sister. Uh, the name of this piece is Children of the Sun. I am black, as you can see, and my blackness I've discovered is my treasury. A treasury is a place where wealth is kept and stored. Now the value of my blackness can no longer be ignored. I grew up in a society that said black was bad. And as a small child, 
I was somewhat sad because I was black. What could I do? How was I supposed to in this life get through? But enlightenment came. It became a new game. And my blackness has never been quite the same. Black is bad. I learned the opposite is true. Girl, the world's been playing reverse psychology on you. Where I am a person of the sun. From the sun's rays, I need not run. The sun emits cosmic melanin. I am human melanin. We exist in harmony. I give energy to the sun. The sun gives energy back to me. I am black, and I've been told my blackness is more valuable than platinum or gold. And if you want to know the facts, I'm like Huey out of Lacks, the woman whose black cells now know immortality, a woman whose blackness changed all humanity. With Miss Henrietta Sales, there are no perks, no bells, just pure melanin with all its energy. And the glory of that story is it's also part of me. So now I see my blackness through brand new lens, you see. Her cells cured polio. They called it Hila. Her melanin has been bought and sold to NASA. They spray her cells on spaceships to protect her from cosmic insecurities. They spray it to protect the ship from cosmic purity. I am black. My blackness holds the key to life and the secrets of the universe. The purest form of melanin is black, and that blackness absorbs all energy and reflects so little of it back. My melanin is worth more than a ton of crack. I am black. I'm a person of the sun. We are children of the sun. We're not running from the sun. We are running in the sun. We're not running from the sun. We are running from the gun. I look on Amazon at Sigma Eldritch, and then I am afraid. I see my black, black body is worth a million dollars dead. I get strange feelings, all these black killings, but the only way to extract a million dollars' worth is if I am dead. Things begin to make sense. A woman feels the signal of lane change and ends up dead. A man sells a loose cigarette, he ends up dead. A child playing in a park ends up dead. Freddie Gray, he ended up dead. Thousands of us have ended up dead. We're only worth millions of dollars if the body is dead. I am black. Some would say I'm paranoid, but they don't comprehend the value of pure melanoid. Just think you're worth millions of dollars dead. So all I can say, my people of the sun, my children of the sun, is keep running, keep running, keep running from the gun. That's that piece. Loretta, this is so late. Thank you for sharing that piece. That was, that was beautiful, um, the way your delivery and it's just so, so eloquent and it's, it's just powerful. So thank you. It was profound. So thank you so much for sharing that piece. It's always a pleasure hearing hearing your work. Well, um, I really enjoyed this piece tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Just it was go my hard. Pleasure. That was amazing. That was truly amazing that was amazing um, I'm actually it's kind of crazy because I'm actually writing a poem about black about being black about how rich our melons is and 
I took some of the things that you said and I kind of incorporated in some of the things that I wanted to say. So I'm like writing as you were speaking right now. That was truly amazing, sister. I appreciate you for sharing that. That was amazing. Keep going. <clears throat> Keep going. That that was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Brother Rob. My pleasure. Yes, sister, that was beautiful. I mean, beautiful and powerful and stuff. Your delivery, the seriousness of it. And I always say it ain't got to be Black History Month for us to talk about our blackness and stuff, man, because Lord knows we need help, we need love, and we need unity. And uh, you helping that manifestation go along and stuff, and you blessing sister along the way and whatnot. It's a beautiful thing. Keep it going. Keep it going. Thank you so much. My pleasure. No, No doubt. No doubt. Sweet storm. Yeah, so Ms. Loretta, this is <clears throat> this is hard for me. I'm trying my best to listen more and so I have something to respond to. With that, I don't know how to respond to this because I'm just a listener at this point, and and because I'm I'm not black, I'm white, I'm the whitest white person in America. I'm pale as fuck. Not that that matters to you, but I you know I I wish there was more of you. When I say this is gonna sound so fucking retarded when I say it, but I wish there was more people. My daughter's mixed, right? And she's she's around um, everyone. My, we have tons of. She's not around my my baby's father, my ex husband, as much as I'd like her to be. And so, you know, I worry sometimes that she doesn't embrace who she is when she's. She's only six, so. But that doesn't matter. They, you know, when I say this, the first thing they do. She's in first grade now, kindergarten, first grade. You know, I have to explain to her right away, even if she's never had a problem at all. Well, why, why, you know, the Martin Luther King Day, you know, they they teach that, you know, not teach that, but they they do a history lesson in school. And so I don't know, as a parent that doesn't go through what she might have to go through or what what her history is, I don't always know how to explain it to her in a way that I feel like I don't necessarily, I think she's too young to hear some things, but at the same time I don't want to cover her so when when she's older, you know, the teaching mother young is, is my answer. She goes with me to um, poetry shows. I don't, I don't hide her from things, but I don't necessarily want to expose her to something she doesn't necessarily need to be exposed to either. So it's a, it's a fine line. So with that, as a listener, I appreciate everything that you said. So sorry, I went on a tangent. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. best best wishes and best luck about raising your daughter. Uh, yeah, I'm it's not, I mean, not be complications, but uh, I'll, what I want to stress is that. She should be proud of her moment because it is going to protect her. You know, well, it's hard because it it, it is a I, I, and somebody cut me off when I get to the point of talking too much. To me, it's it's hard because society in general has already brought her um, to this point where she has to be look. You know, she's got Afro hair, right? And so I'm going on tangents. So please, somebody cut me off when I when I'm speaking too much because I'm on my third cocktail. So my voice is <laughs> I'm going on a tangent, but. You know, it's already hard because you feel like you, you just never you never know the right things to say. I want her to think she's beautiful all day, every day, and 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 that's all that I want for the rest of her life is for her to never doubt that she is strong, powerful woman, white, black. I don't want her to deny me, but I want her to deny. I, and and I wrote about that too. You know, when it's all said and done, she's my daughter, right? I gave birth to her. And I don't want her to deny. I don't want her to get to the point where she hates white people, right? Because <laughs> I mean, she. But I can understand it too, because when it's all said and done, we're all human race. 
So love, love, and be loved. And that's my my third drink cocktail. Love everybody. <laughs> Bye. Say. Well, Sage. I would like to respond to that by saying that um, hatred of white people is not the answer. White people yeah. are not uh, born uh, hating black people. Uh, black people are not born hating white people. Uh, how we relate to each other is all taught. All right. Mm-hmm. So. Everyone it starts so power. young, though, and I don't mean to interrupt, but it starts so young. Like even in, like I said, you know, kindergarten, she's first grade, she's having questions about why we're, and and she already feels different, right? Because she's the only yes. she's one, of, maybe one of her two, and so it's like, fuck, man, I wasn't ready for this conversation. You know, why does the school? I feel like the school should let me be there and participate in that conversation if they're going to have that conversation without me, because I don't know what they're saying at school. But anyway, sorry. You're absolutely well, I would right. say tell her, tell your daughter she is a, she is a child of the sun. When she can, mm-hmm. she can lie in the sun all day and it will not harm her. Thank you. Because her, Thank you. her melanin will absorb the, the, the heat and the heat turns into energy. Yes, ma'am. Right. So she, she has a power that she is unaware of. Mm. All right. Thank you. Stay. <laughs> I think we all say, I know she was having problems with her phone, so after um, Sweet Storm, you can just go straight to you. Absolutely. If she's out there, she'll have to communicate that to us in the inbox so that we can get her. Matter of fact, this is her. Um, Sage, when you drop off and come back on, you got to let us know that in the inbox so that we'll know to look for you, okay? Now, I think this is her. Let's see if we can get her back on. Sage? Uh, Hello? I'm here. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I heard that, Miss um, Loretta Hawkins, I just wanted to say that it's a pleasure to hear you every single time. You know, your voice is very soft and assuring, and you have a very beautiful spirit about you. And uh, thank you for blessing us once again on this show. I love to hear from you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. No problem. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> yes, 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 no problem. That was Loretta Hawkins, ladies and gentlemen, my POET sister, and... Um, just each time that you speak, you bring a wisdom with you. Um, it's it's in your voice, as well as the strength that comes with it, and and we hear the lesson that is in there. So you know, you you never stop being an educator. You know, that's just your thing. <laughs> but uh, it is always beautiful to hear from you. And um, you know, I'm I'm with you on that. You know, just pass on that you are a child of the sun, and and. You know, know that that is is something that is a fierce power um, that is there, you know, and that exists in in something that is definitely something to be proud of. So, you know, again, um, ladies and gentlemen, that was our sister Loretta Hawkins. I'll pass it over to you, Black Ice. May I say one last thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, May I say one last thing? Uh, I Mm -hmm. just want to say uh, when I was teaching, I um, always um, expressed to my students that Mm -hmm. we cannot like or dislike someone based on their color, uh, we must always remember that the Underground Railroad was created and primarily run by white people. We have to remember that. So they were white people fighting the forces of evil, of slavery. And so we can never say, uh, I dislike someone because they're white. White people are humans and they are good, and you have some people who are racist. So my poetry addresses the races of the country, but 
this particular poem, I wanted to celebrate what I feel about my blackness, Amen. and that is not to negate anyone else's whiteness. No, and, and I don't want you to color. feel. I, as I, I don't. I hope that's not how I came across because I, I almost want to let you know that I'm going to iterate that in conversation. You know, maybe not right away, but if it seems like it's something that she's struggling with, then you know the. Then I want to make sure you know that I I heard every word you said, and I just it's hard. You know, this usually when you go to open mic at the end of the show, everybody just claps, nobody nobody comments. So I I just it's different commenting on something that you heard instead of just being a listener. So with that being said, we are commenting. So I wanted you to hear, I guess, a different side. And as an educator, that's cool. Like especially since that's how I was relating to you, and I didn't even know you were an educator. <laughs> So yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Thank you again. Bye. Absolutely, right, absolutely. Black Ice. Yeah, um, this is my sister, and I'm glad that I found her, and that she found mm-hmm. me. Um, and it just really happened by happenstance because I was asked to do an event with Jessica Hard's sister, and Jessica Hard don't know this story, but her sister had an event at a church in the Roseland community, I believe it was. And I had like three shows that day. And I couldn't stay. So I told Jeff Mike, who threw the show, that I was going to run in. And when I get there, that I needed to spit because I had another event that I had to do. Loretta Hawkins was in the front pew in the church listening as I was there. And I talked about the poet organization. I talked about what we do. I talked about how we say beautiful words when we're on the mic. But many times those beautiful words don't get translated into action. And so she walked up to me and she said, I want to be a part of your organization. And so time passed and I didn't communicate with her. For whatever reason, I think I just got a little bit busy, and she reached out to me again. She was like, hey, you didn't call me. (laughs) And so we saw each other again at the library on 95th and Halstead in Chicago called Carter G. Woodson. And there she approached me again. I'm like, this woman is serious. (laughs) So (laughs) it was a beautiful thing because I thank God that I connected with my big sister and that she came into my life, and that I came into hers. Um, I love sharing the stage with this sister. I love her wisdom. I love her poetry. I love her um, experience that she brings to the table. And I love to see her interact with these teenagers that we go before, whether we're at the Croc Center or whether we're in um, any avenue where we're doing this activism work. And make no mistake, Poet is an artist activist organization, so we're concerned with activism first. We're concerned with entertainment second. If we never go to an open mic, if we never throw any shows, if we never do any showcases or any concerts or anything like that, I want somebody to say that poet fed the hungry, and we clothed the poor, and we mentored to the youth, and we went out there and did something. I mean, I call poets that do revolutionary poetry, I call them 
open mic revolutionaries because you don't see those a lot of those poets at marches and protests and you know Chicago is one of the most violent cities in the United States of America and we got a deep poetry community and how many poets do we actually see out there and let me say let me jump in there black eyes while you're saying that let me finish doing the work that they talk about while they're on the microphone so just Mm -hmm. the other day Loretta Hawkins Miss Conception, Kylie Brown, last Wednesday from the Poet Organization, went to um, uh, uh, Take the Village Back protest on 79th Street and um, doing the work that we talk about, that we do on the mic. The Friday before that, we were at Ace Tech High School um, where our sister Jessica Hard had joined us doing the work that we talk about on the mic. So when I hear my sister Loretta Hawkins talk about and teaching our people about the beauty of their blackness and about the gift of their blackness, and you got to understand that in this country that we live in, black represented everything negative until we turned it around. And to James Brown start singing, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. And to the mm-hmm. movement in the 60s started coming up. And now everybody want to be black, unless they pulled over by the police. But We got to swag. Every country that you go into now, there is mm-hmm. a presence mm-hmm. of blackness mm-hmm. with the Japanese. Mm-hmm. There's a presence of blackness with the Chinese. There's a presence of blackness with the Europeans. There's a presence of blackness in the U.K. I mean, the rap movement is the reason, the hip-hop movement is the reason why Obama was actually able to get elected as president. Because if it wasn't for hip-hop invading these white homes where these little white boys and little white girls were now breakdancing and listening to rap music, they are in your 30s now, and they are the ones that's voting for black culture and embracing black culture because, again, they don't see the things that their parents and their grandparents saw. So we're in a different time. We're in a different space, and I love the fact that a sister like Loretta can mm-hmm. connect what happened 40, 50 years ago with what's going on today. So she's our bridge of connection between the past, the present, and the future. So thank you so much for calling on tonight's show. Thank you so much for giving all that you gave. And I'll turn it back over to Misconception um, if you have something to add to what I said. Absolutely, absolutely. I just wanted to say, you know, that that Loretta is something else when it comes to being at a march. And, uh, man, she, 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 (laughs) she got some folks in order. She said, you need some signs out here, and went and bought the poster board, came back with the markers, said, no, you got to make them letters. Fat where these people can see what you're talking about. She got out there and directed the people <laughs> and really, really put the work in, got out there, pulled her sleeves up and said, look, I'm in. So, you know, I just got to give this sister some extra pops because she does her thing. When she says she has marched and walked with Clearly, she has marched and walked with, and you got to do it in orderly fashion. So I love it. I love this sister for standing out there with me and my other sister for stepping out. And any time we all step out, you never cease to see Loretta Hawkins in the building with the POET family. So, man, this sister is dope. 
just had to give you kudos, big sis, and uh, send much love well, to you for that. Thank you for thank you for all the kind words. I, I would just like to mention that on Sunday I was blessed to uh, I had been invited to the Co- in Cobra meeting, which is the National Coalition for Blacks for Reparation in America, and I uh, recited the poem I cannot procreate. And uh, one of the um, executives there, um, I believe her name is Benita Bonaparte, um, I told her that I was a member of court, and she said, oh, yes, I know Black Ice. I know that group. <laughs> and she said uh, she was interested, uh, well, especially with that poem. She said, that poem, said, we need to go into the prisons with that poem. And I mm-hmm. said, well, then we need to bring my, my people, too. We need to bring my group. And so I um, We'll make connections with her to see if we can go into a prison and uh, maybe do some presentation. Wonderful, that is, wonderful. That is beautiful. I love you, sister. I am your brother. And again, you know, it's a lot of work being a leader, you know, and, and the president and founder of a movement uh, because you're dealing with so many different personalities. But when I see people mm-hmm. like you and Misconception and others who I know you know, we'll make the sacrifice, you know, to, to be a part of this thing and get things done. It makes all this worth it, you know. Um, everybody don't like Poet and everybody don't like Black Ice, and that's okay because I love them. And I know that we war not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places, principalities and powers. And in order to be a leader, you got to love those whom you lead more than they hate themselves. So while people are downing and talking about and trying to tear down, we're going to build and we're going to uplift and we're going to be the example for others to follow. Although we could respond, although we could retaliate, we're not going to do that because our war is not with our brothers and our sisters. Our war is against this violence and against this institutionalized racism that has perpetuated a lot of the things that you see happening out there on the streets of Chicago and other inner cities. You don't see what's going on behind the scenes, but you see the results of what's going on behind the scenes. There are no black people with gun manufacturing factories that are distributing guns in our community. They're coming from somewhere. There are no black factories creating crack and cocaine and all these other drugs that we see funneled right into the inner cities of our community. So we know that there's a greater power, that there's a hidden hand. Politicians are involved also as well, but we're going to keep spreading this word, and we're going to keep doing what the model of poet says that we do, which is changing the world one heart one mind, one verse at a time. Misconception, we got a lot of callers. I love you, Loretta. Let's go. Thank you. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and take this over to the next caller. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. Oh, hi. My name is Yasmin. I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. Over Peace on the side. Hey, how you doing? Peace and love. Hey, 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 hey. What you got for us tonight? I can't wait to hear your pen. Dividing and conquer. You are pulling your lies, dividing and conquer emotion. Truly is clear, devotional. Devotion only goes to you. As your name is mission, my soul quiver. Thinking that is my mattress protected, like the bloody back. 
from all that bull. Backbiting and backwise lashing, poisoning by being infected with the vermin comes from the poison lies in your mouth that fills with looking. Blasting people is not my, my deal. I'm a real woman. Only hang with those in my field. Find your own purpose, your, your own healing, life, and the real thrill. Arise with a separate honesty from the so-called person that you is, a kid, not a woman. I separate myself from the ground burned by you. Don't try to find, don't try to find. I don't put myself in that way. For me, my my pride is not like yours. I am free. Step to me like a woman. Do or dismiss yourself. Sympathetic and so-called sad life. Saying demands that will never be claimed. For the stuff you pull, your heart should be ashamed. Defined by someone who calls yourself my sister. Trying to disgrace the name of the one you call your mother. I have the urge to hate you. But but even though we're not sisters, we're family. I back up mine. I stand up on my A-game. So this drama you keep up is so lame. You just want to play the blame game. But real talk, you was a wreck when I met you. I always gave up things first and pushed you first and never neglected you. The one that you hurt is you. But the untruth always defiles you. I build a wall to cancel you out, but I will be as bitter and dramatic like you. Fear is not in me. From you and your family. On the confused, dysfunctional end, I am free. Nothing comes out your mouth but broke up, put down, doubt. See, this poem is not for hate. I thank you because I see the witness that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. What is put out is taken back in. I'm different. I thank you because I love and not hate. I am happy. I am at peace. No doubt we are blood. I always be family. I will connect with all the drama and the wolf cookies be set free. A big mouth that spread the goose shit I lose. The, let, the, let loose the bullshit. The talk you feel is just talk. Big mouth for small words. All the stuff I always heard. When I get when I when I get it, I know God will catch up with you. Will you now be as full then? When you need my help, will I flee or just let it all in? Embracing you, I will always do, cause you are corrupted. But know this, Almighty will fix all what is broken. This rusted truth, I say 
I say it's better than to be enemies and set your soul free. Before a rude awakening arrive, and no new story will never be told in peace. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Yasmin giving us a bit of emotion through her pen. Don't peace, sis. Keep your pen up. We love to hear from you as always. And thank you for being a loyal listener and caller. All right, all right. Let's keep this thing going. It's getting a little bit to the end. And we don't want to miss anybody. We see you out there, Ohio and California. Let's go ahead and bring our next caller in. Caller, state your name. We're going to go ahead and bring I'm sorry, Brock. Introduction to your piece, and uh, once uh, Ohio says in peace, California, hop right in. But real quick, Ohio, state your name for us. This is G. How y'all doing tonight? What's up, G? Hey. And uh, California, state your name for us. Subject matter. Subject matter. That's right. All right, all right. So we got G going first, then subject matter. Speed round going to close us. L. Ohio and California, let's do it. Okay. Let me massage your mind with my tongue, pouring words of praise into spirit that keeps you strong in the world so you will not fear it. Let me massage your soul with my tongue, expressing how wonderful you as a woman are, the necessity of your presence, and you're a blessed star. Let me massage your temple with my tongue and let you know how good you look, the appreciation of your self-love and the time that you took. Let me massage your being with my tongue so that you know that you are the very essence of a world that tries to demean and destroy you at every turn, where too many of our own have yet to learn that you, woman, just are and will be forever the holder of life, therefore making you life's partner and wife. See, I just wanted to allow my tongue to massage your existence with praise and adoration, with no physical complication, just leaving my sisters with a little positive mental misogynation. That's that piece. Subject matter. My potential queen, I am so sorry. My young, tender, perfect specimen of chiseled, sculpted flesh, angelic smile falling from rays of sunlight, lips moist like virgin blades of glass, Listening from 5 a.m. morning dew, an attempt to blind my sense of logic and rationality, my naive potential queen. I apologize. I, I, I just can't be your sugar daddy. See, it's not that I can't afford to. Any man, woman, or beast that falls prey to your siren-like stare would crash their Greek vessel to adore you, but you're just not quite ready for what I do. You're looking for a brother with arched eyebrows and prettier than you. You're looking for a brother with his pants sagging, shooting more booty than you. And y'all making love, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, not even focused on you. 
and get to the top of the things able to make him look good. He's not even focused on you. And that food he's trying to feed you ain't even good enough to make a good number two seed. I'll make you a healthy meal, home-cooked meal, herbal tea massage, to feed, stimulate your pressure points, and crack your toes. That's right. <laughs> if you're my woman, I'm supposed to spoil you. See, you're not quite ready for a brother to put you on a pedestal and coronate you as his queen. You're still looking for a sexy brother to put brogue before hoes and walk all over your self-esteem. He's so selfish and insecure. He destroys all your hopes and all your dreams. He sees himself as an individual high scorer. He could never imagine you as an MVP on his championship team. Do you really think that's sexy? He disrespects you in front of the world. It feels okay to treat you mean, oh, my sister, my queen. You need to look in the mirror and acknowledge the fact that you was made in God's image too. You need a man to appreciate your very essence and only puts God himself above you. These are little notes throughout the house and in your purse. Says, Baby, I just want to remind you that I love you. Oh, oh I understand. You're still going through emotional adolescence through the stunning growth from negative back to the past. You know it's true. A couple of dudes did you dirty, and now you see that's what dudes do. See, your naivety sheepishly reveals itself to me. Your innocent touches the humanity in me. Check this out. A female is a gift. Empty boxes are soon smashed. Pink ribbons and bows. Marinate on that, Haku. I unselfishly concede. Don't reach out to them, but reach into you. So you can call me 24-7. My ear is always here for you, but right now, you ain't even ready for what I do. That's that piece. She and I are alike. Difference is she's not hiding. She's risen and she's arrived. She's the mystique ruler of the skies while the world covers its eyes and lays the day to rest. What are you hiding, my love? Why do you run from me? She asked me why I take cover from the coldness, the cold in my nakedness. I was taught to live in the day and guard my life in the night. I become an insomniac, nocturnally favored because that's my solemnity when I come alive. But I was taught not to acknowledge her. She's dangerous. And peace. And peace. If you step up to the mic claiming you're the real deal, holy field, and you're only searching for fame, playing with my art like it's a game, don't be surprised when I unleash the beast. I'm going to nickname my pen Tyson, and he's hungry, ready for a feast. So Tyson attack, take a bite of Holyfield's ear, because this so-called poet doesn't deserve to hear themselves. So with your fake vocabulary, please, with the words back on the shelf, I get it. You need to be a superstar to shine for the wealth. So go ahead and spit them lies. The devil disguise your voice. Just remember, you have a choice. Because it's hunting season, you're the prey. So get a clue, be smart, and run away. I'll shoot you. My pins are guns, and they're clicking for you. I'll eat you. Thought Tyson retired, but no, he's not through. I'll stomp on your bleeding heart. So before you begin, just don't even start. Because there are too many true artists, so don't disrespect my craft. Don't make me laugh with your fake jewelry, with your bitches and holes and sluts, with your cool ride. But I swear I've never seen you drive. Claiming you're from Chicago, raised in the ghetto, but you grew up in suburbia. The hood, it never hurt you. Don't get it twisted. I love rap. I like to lean back. I like to talk smack. On my birthday, I even like to do the cabbage patch. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. But what I hate is when people are false and try to pass as fat. So sit back, relax, for the true artist speak. Let me kiss your cheek with some motivational words. Let let me touch your soul with sad, brave, beautiful stories untold. Let a real artist take the stage. Tell the truth about minimum wage. It's definitely degrading, but it's better than doing 20 life locked in a cage. 
Poets push power, poets push hope, poets give the people in despair a reason to cope. Because there are too many people pushing drug dreams, turn a little boy that could have been a doctor into a fiend. So please, join in my battle cry. People, open your eyes, reach for the skies, don't fall for dumb lies, and learn to become wise. I'm a soldier at war, my weapons are my words, and they will seep through your pores. Kill them with knowledge, make the dumb bite the taste buds right out their thick tongues. Kill them with kindness, make the drug dealers and the pimps say, never mind this. Kill them with love, make the atheists get down on their knees and pray to the God above. But poets, don't be afraid to throw on the gloves, because it's not always about flowers and hugs. If I had to scream and be belligerent to reach the ignorant, I said, fuck it. Call me a poet thug. I have revolutions to begin. I have minds to open. I have love to make. I have a history at stake. This is his life. This is her story. These are my words of glory, but it's only the first chapter. Artists, people, everyone, you must chase what you're after. Do not have regrets. Do not have steps, or you'll only be walking backwards. So listen to the words, the lyrics, the rhymes. Hear it, breathe it, feel it, and listen one more time. In peace. It is God's will and most definitely my desire to remind you that not just through your spirituality, but through your genetic coding, you are in direct relation with God's most holy anointed Messiah. You see, Jesus was a brother, man of color. God is love. I represent no secret society nor social club. I don't rhyme to brag nor boast. I just prefer to do what I do on a more positive note. Now, if you see your brother or your sister down and you turn your head somewhere along the way, you might have been misled. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know where they've been. And if you recharge your brother too soon, that's a sin, and when I say brother, I don't necessarily mean black, because to be straight up, it ain't exactly like that. Got to keep it 100 with one another, just because a man is black, that doesn't necessarily make him my brother, and I mean that from the heart, from beginning to end, just because a man is white don't mean he can't be my friend, now that's just the way it is, it's one for you to grow on, you could tell two friends, and they could tell two friends, and so on, and so on, never be ashamed to give God his proper praise, and never disrespect another brother or sister because of his or her race, because when our day comes, that minute, that hour, we should not give to others that which was given to us when we are in a position of power, put God first, because only God can please us, and then we shall be free in the name of Jesus. In peace. Hmm. Now, when I hear all of the poets speak, I can help but think that when I speak, drops of ink fly into my audience of listeners that fall in front of me, and consciousness blooms as they nourish their thoughts. With the moisture of the message that flows from me melodiously, rhymes unimportant as it still happens naturally. Not destined to be a rapper because rapping hides the gifts in me that flow within, and I offer to you my soul. A bounty of gratuitous displays of poetry televising the message of what I've lived and seen on and behind the scene. A part of the production and producing both quality and quantity, and although I don't like to speak arrogantly, I must sometimes address the pawn-sized naysayers and those minute conversation players just to let them know that it's unfair to themselves just to be robotic minions repeating those who've already been slayed. I mean, most can't come with power and information because they're unsure of their own direction. Often supported by and supporting incorrection, I say they've been leaning on crooked compasses of poor proportions. So I often wonder how dare they try with thought patterns so scattered they often offer verbal distortion from ideas. Ideas that are conceived that should have been like bad missions and aborted. Most don't have the experiences or ever had the doors open and even when it was a free ride, they were just too unaware to board it. So I can't help but leave you a card out my best deck and I just can't help but give you the best of my words that are wet and I can't help but let you know who stopped through. There's been a queen here. Just to reassure you, and I said peace. See, Jeff, go hard. I love poetry, but I hate to sing. <laughs> <laughs>
Bridget, Sherwin, and Kimberly. I love poetry, but I hate to sing. Queen Amina and Lakeisha, Sweet Storm. I love poetry, but I hate to sing. See, over a decade ago, I stepped out on the scene, overly excited, knowing that I could make an impact, so I began the life of most open mic poets, going from set to set, honing my skills. And at the same time, I began to build relationship with some poets. And being naive, I assumed that these poets reflected what they wrote, that their life reflected what they spoke, reality check. Found out that the life of what they wrote was nothing like that. See, some of the ones who were the open mic thugs were the biggest fakers. And some of the ones who spoke about black love were the biggest haters. Then there were those ones who spoke about our Lord and Savior. I mean... They were church-going Christians, but they also had a church-going Christian behavior. You know, the ones always judging everybody, acting like all their life they were living right. And with all their might, they screamed and yelled Jesus. Like the louder they yelled Jesus, the better he would hear it. On stage, they asked for forgiveness. Off stage, they held grudges. Or was it because you spit about God, you felt closer to him than someone who doesn't? See, y'all, I love poetry, but I hate to sing. Then there were those open mic revolutionaries. That's right, I said it, open mic revolutionaries. Your dreadlock head, silver-wearing, Egyptian must-smelling, black power t-shirt, I need a ride from the home from the set, no car having unemployed, 40-year-old, still living with my mama, trying to get into the set for free, broke-ass poet. Talking about poets shouldn't have to pay to get into no set. No, nigga, your ass really ain't got no money, so you really couldn't afford to get into no set. But you got some of the coldest pieces, and they be long as hell, too. Like, the longer you spit your piece, the more people got the truth. Not realizing that by the time you got to the end of your piece, we didn't forget what the fuck you said in the beginning. And really, how do you remember all that shit anyway? Oh, I forgot. No job, still living with moms, no responsibility. And why is it that we never see these open mic poets or these open mic revolutionaries at any protest? See, with your influence, you would think that they would need you. Oh, that's right. It's not an open mic set. You almost had us. We almost believed you. But we see right through you. See, I love poetry, but I hate to sing. If we actually live what we wrote, and if we actually live what we spoke, we would actually have power. Instead of the poetry scene, it's more like high school, full of fools pretending to be wise. And instead of the gossip, the beast, and the bullshit, we could be out there saving lives, mentoring in schools helping to make someone else's life better, performing at prisons, juvenile detention centers, battered women in homeless shelters. But if your only goal is to be an open mic poet, there's plenty of room for you. I know poets who've been on the scene for over 10 years, and that's all that they do. But if you really want to make a difference, there's room for you too. Just remember, if you don't use this gift, it'll use you. I love poetry. I just hate to sing. That's that piece. Super phenomenal closing speed round, ladies and gentlemen. That was so dope. We had G close us out. We had uh, subject matter close us out. Then you had your host jump in, Soleil. We had uh, our sister Sweet Storm. We had Brother Rob. 
Man, that was super dope. This is Misconception, Wild the Sour with Black Ice. You have been tuned in another, none other than three-time National Poetry Award winning POET Radio, Voices Behind the Pen. We love you. We appreciate you. Tune in next week. We got something here six days a week for you, so, hey, jump on in there. We're here Sunday through Friday. Again, thank you for joining us. Peace and love. Good night. Till next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.